Hey, everybody. Welcome to the weekday chat. Thanks for joining us today. We are going to be discussing last week's sermon and specifically talking about how we can deal with life's burdens. Welcome to the Plainfield Christian Church podcast. We hope that the message today encourages you in your journey with Christ. Today's podcast comes from our midweek social media broadcast called Weekday Chat. You can tune in live with us on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Enjoy today's podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome once again to the Weekday Chat. My name is Riley Weaver. I am on staff here at the church, and this is my coworker, Krista Troop. Hi. Today, we are going to be talking a little bit about how to deal with life's burdens. This last Sunday, Steve preached. He preached through John 14. Um, That's the story where Jesus gets arrested, and uh, he also says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So it's kind of an interesting story. Um, You know, Jesus, he's taken his disciples up on the Mount of Olives. They're praying. They keep falling asleep. And, you know, Jesus is just crying out to God, Lord, take this burden away from me. Um, It's right before he gets arrested. Well, in this story, um, before Jesus gets arrested, he looks at his disciples and he says, um, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. And I think that's really an interesting thing to say. You know, if I was getting ready to be arrested, I was getting ready to die, I'm not sure I would have responded the same way. So uh, Steve, in his sermon... He talked about some ways that we can deal with our burdens. He said, first, we can maintain an eternal perspective. Second, we can remember Jesus is coming back. And finally, we can know the way home. And obviously, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So he is the way home. So today, we're going to talk a little bit more about our burdens, uh, how we can address some of those things. So Krista, I think the first thing I want to talk about is... um, You know, obviously there are people out there who say things like, well, you know, if you're a Christian, your life is essentially always going to be easy. You know, if you Mm -hmm. just have enough faith, um, God will give you everything you need. Maybe he'll make you rich or, you know, you'll never get sick or different things like that. But obviously, you know, we know that in life we're going to have troubles. So uh, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, you know, that's you're right. That's so prevalent, that like prosperity gospel, that buzzword. Mm -hmm. But when we look in the Bible, that's just not what God's people ever experienced. This life of ease and no troubles and no suffering and no pain. It was a ton of suffering and pain, but just with the hope of what God is for us and in our lives. And yeah, I'm it's definitely not the life I feel like we have when we choose Jesus. We just know that he's with us through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you look at the Bible, I mean, talk about all the prophets that were killed. Yeah. For what they said. Uh, absolutely. You know, Jesus promised that if we followed him, we were going to be persecuted like he was mm. persecuted. Right. And, um, I mean, look at the lives of the disciples, whether from— the Bible or from history. I mean, those guys suffered a lot because of Jesus' message. Uh, So I think when people say things like, yeah, you know, if you follow Jesus, if you have enough faith, whatever it is, you're never going to suffer. It's just not true. Um, Now, one thing I will say is, you know, when we follow Jesus, I think we can certainly learn ways to deal with our burdens Mm. and with our suffering. And I I think that's 
when you follow Jesus, you're going to have a better life. Yeah. It may not because things be. It may not be because things are easier, but it will be because Jesus gives you a way to deal with your burdens. And also, we do have the promise of heaven for sure. When our burdens will certainly be taken away one day. So, uh, in the meantime, as as we wait for heaven, what are some ways uh, or what are some practices that help you deal with your burdens? What are some things that you feel like we could learn from you in this area? Yeah, I. that's a great question. And I feel like when you're in crisis or when you have these burdens that are weighing you down, that's when you ask these questions. So to know before you're hit with these burdens or before you're in these points where you're suffering, to have those things in place to help you handle them is so important. And for me, I'm extroverted. I, I thrive in community. And so that's one of the biggest ways that I feel like my burdens are lifted and mm-hmm. carried together is with a group of people who know me, who I trust, who I want to walk with me through these hard times, who I can be honest and transparent with, and who will always point me back to Jesus, I think is the biggest thing. So, I mean, for me, that's a lot of my life group. That's some really close, intentional friendships I have. And of course, my husband. Uh, But I think relationships is probably the way that I've just handled most of the burdens in my life, honestly. And then, of course, you know, my relationship with Jesus as well and prayer. And I think a helpful image I always have carried is the idea of Jesus saying, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm, And just that image of him, you know, in that ox with the yoke and God helping us carry just all of the burdens that come with just trying to live lives on earth. I I had um, a friend recently who I was talking with some burdens that I was experiencing about. And uh, he brought up that uh, Matthew 11, Mm -hmm. I think. um, And, you know, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. What you're talking about. And he just said, you know, if you're experiencing this burden, Jesus says my yoke and easy, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If you're experiencing a burden, that's not from the Lord. Mm. Um, so, you know, you've got to, you got to rely on him to help you deal with that. So anyway, what, what were you saying? No, that was it. You're right though. That's the, a good marker of what, where our burdens are and where we should be shifting our focus for sure. Mm-hmm. But those are the two biggest things I think for me personally. Awesome. Yeah, no, I, I totally, totally agree with those. Um, another thing that I would add is I think memorizing scripture is really helpful for me. Mm. It's not something that I do constantly. I do think it's an area that I need to grow in, but there have been times in my life where I felt especially anxious or something like that. And I've tried to find a scripture that really addresses whatever I'm anxious about and memorize that. Cause I feel like what the Lord does is, and it's, it's like what you're talking about with mm. like being proactive. Yeah. You know, you've got to prepare for these burdens so that when they happen, um, you know, you've got something to hold on to. For me, if I have a scripture memorized, I feel like when when I feel that anxiety or that burden, whatever it is, the Lord will pop that scripture into my mind. Absolutely. And, um, you know, just help remind me of his truth. You know, I, I think one of the things that a lot of us struggle with is we've got all these different voices mm-hmm. in our lives. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have the voice of our culture, maybe, um, you know, whatever we hear on the news that makes us anxious yeah. or, you know, maybe the voice of family and friends. And, you know, like you were saying, sometimes the voice of family and friends is super helpful yeah. and encouraging, but 
unfortunately, that's not the case for all of us. So I think we've got to be doing something so that we're constantly hearing the voice of the Lord above all that. Right. And for me, memorizing that scripture is, um, is really, really helpful to continually hear his voice. I've got a friend in town right now who, um, he's doing a training with uh, a group of different people. And this training is all about telling Bible stories. And it's different than anything I've ever done because I feel like a lot of time, if we do a Bible study, we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about the story, like what the story actually says. And then we're going to spend a lot of time discussing it. Mm -hmm. But what he's trying to teach us is you want to spend a lot of time talking about what the story is actually saying, Mm. essentially memorizing it. And then maybe at the end, just spend a little time talking about what uh, sticks out to you in the story. And, you know, in the beginning, I was like, yeah, you know, we'll see how this goes. It's kind of different. But as I've seen him do this with different groups of people, I'm shocked to see like, okay, if we spend a lot of time like just talking about what does scripture say, memorizing the story. It's like the application comes so naturally Mm -hmm. at the end. I mean, I'm sure you've been in a Bible study before where everybody just sitting there like not wanting to talk. Right. You know, but, you know, when we've done it this way, where we've spent so much time talking about what the Bible actually says, and then at the end, okay, now what do you think? Mm -hmm. Everything just comes so naturally. And and I think that, you know, kind of speaks to the importance of just memorizing scripture. For sure. And that really makes me think about the way we're, we work in children's ministry and with kids and the information's at our fingertips. And it's at the age of five, kids have the internet at their fingertips. So what information are they having to retain now versus, oh, I don't need to know, I could just look it up. And mm. so when we think memorizing scripture, that's huge, those sticking points to get those important truths and these stories and these ways that they'll, you know, the lenses they'll see their life through. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. And you're right. I think focusing on the truths with, within the story and then help helping them as they try and live out and discover yeah. what that means is, yeah, huge. With this whole story thing, um, you know, one of the things he's talked about is how, um, you know, the the way we think about life is built by stories. Mm. So, for example, you know, if, oh, I'm trying to think of an example. You know, if somebody has had, like, let's say poor experiences with church, like let's say they visit church and they don't feel welcomed. And then, you know, they meet a Christian and, um, you know, that person isn't kind to them. Those stories are going to inform what they believe about the church. Yeah. Um, Just as an example. So... I think that's one of the reasons, like you're saying, why it's so important for us to have these Bible stories and scriptures memorized is because when hard times come, all these stories are going to inform what we believe about these burdens. Yeah. Um, you know, if I'm just left to myself, I'm going to feel anxious a lot. Mm-hmm. But if I've got the word of God hidden in my heart, then when those hard times come, you know, that that truth is really going to get me through it and help my attitude. So absolutely. You know, that being said, um, sometimes it is hard to have a kingdom perspective when bad things happen. Right. So I guess, you know, how do we balance that kingdom perspective with life? 
Um, what would you What would you say to that? Yeah, that's such a good question because you're right. You have this like everything has this end goal, and we're working towards this you know, kingdom here on earth, but we're still, every day is happening. We're living and we're making choices um, throughout our days all the time. So I think I find hope in Matthew 6, where Jesus talks about, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough worry of its own. And, you know, don't the birds of the air have enough to eat and the lilies of the fields, don't I clothe them better, you know? So I think that gives me a lot of hope thinking through just the weight of everyday decisions mm-hmm. and how this kingdom perspective is so grand. But I also think it kind of, I, for me, goes back to, you know, those burdens. Are we praying constantly? Are we, yeah. you know, keeping ourselves um, in a constant rhythm of evaluating what our actions are doing, how we're affecting people, how we're serving and forwarding the kingdom? Mm-hmm. But it's a hard balance. I Agreed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I would add that, I think a piece of this is just having a realistic view of ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, so often when we're in when we're struggling in life, I think it's hard to think past ourselves. Like, you know, yeah. we we kind of become the center of our own world. Our problems become the most important thing happening in the world to us. Yeah. Um, and I th- I think that's a natural response. I think, you know, with a kingdom perspective, it's important to think beyond ourselves, you know, how do right. I serve others? How do I worship God in the midst of this. And I think when you focus beyond yourself, it's, I mean, it's certainly going to distract you in a way, but I I think it'll even help you see a bigger picture of, okay, um, you know, my struggle is momentary yeah, or, you know, maybe isn't quite as big as, you know, other struggles or um, just in general kind of gives us hope knowing that, okay, let me think realistically about this. Um, you know, the, the kingdom of God is a lot bigger than this. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today for Weekday Chat, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening today. It's our desire to help you grow as you partner with us in our mission to love all people to new life in Christ. If you have any questions about our church, would like to attend an online service, or plan an in-person visit with us, go to plainfieldchristian.com. If you'd like to receive our podcast directly to your device, we encourage you to subscribe on whatever podcasting platform you prefer. Have a great week.